right, we're, we're, we're set. We're going. Oh, fine. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Me too. This is pretty cool. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you want to go first. No, you can go first. I, I mean, hey, you know. <laughs> um, well, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, JK. For the moment, it is a working title, but we're yes. going to call it JK. Why? Mm-hmm. Because my name is Justin. And my name is Caitlin. And together we are JK. So, that was great. I honestly, like, we didn't rehearse that, so that was great. But, you know, it's it's all it's all settled great. So, welcome to our podcast. Yes. Um, we just wanted to start up something, you know, a, a, um, a podcast where we can have dialogues, conversations... Yeah. Um, centered around, you know, people of color. Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh my gosh, you know how many times I've been on Sp- Spotify <laughs> and, you know, iTunes Music, for those of you that have iPhones, uh, you know, all over the place. And there ain't really, there ain't a lot of too, too many um, people of color that do this, so, no. you and know. every time me and Justin have a conversation, it always turns into like... Always. It always turns, we always talk about Literally race, every single religion, yeah. social problems, mm-hmm. pop culture. Yeah. So we want to be able to do that um, on this podcast and, and continue that on for um, whatever topics may arise. Yes. Um, yeah, so being at, since it's our first episode, right, Kayla? Yes, right? Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to do something special and two days. <laughs> Prior to this uh, podcast, you know, we had put out on social media what it, what it, what do our listeners mm-hmm. wanna wanna discuss? Yes. And right now, I just want to give a special shout out to uh, Sam. Yes. Sam, you know who you are. You know who you are. You girl. know who you are. You responded to my yes. Instagram story. A real, we are, one. a real one. A real, a real, real, real one. And yep. we want to thank you. We want to thank you for that. And she's gonna be our our. our uh, our opener. Yeah. She's going to be great. our conversation starter yes. mm-hmm. for the day. So, <clears throat> lovely Sam <laughs> um, had um, sent us a, a, a message um, regarding race and ethnicity. Ooh. I know. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and basically, she had asked, why is it? That some people struggle to acknowledge their African ancestry hmm. or their African heritage. Hmm. Hmm. Caitlin, you want to respond? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, What do you think? Oh, I think um, that's hard. I think mm-hmm. it has a lot to do about how you grow up, how your culture is talked about in your household, yes. um, where you go to school, like the people that you're around. Because I knew a lot of people who they spent a lot of their time around white people, so mm-hmm. it was like when it was like. When they were around black people, it was kind of like, y'all aren't my people because oh, I'm not used to being around y'all. Right, right. And so right, right. that was what they were used to being around. It wasn't a lot of talk about that in their household. So it was kind of like true a disconnect. Right. I got you. I feel, I feel like, yeah, that, that, that's the case. I think even more so, I think it becomes a really big problem even in like the Latino community mm. on my end. Like, oh my God. And... and for those of y'all listening, y'all already know <laughs> there is there has always been a problem with acknowledging your African side, mm. especially those that, those of us that come from the Caribbean. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's it's hard because you know you're you're taught like oh yeah like you're part you're African Spanish and you know native uh, 
from whatever native people were on your like in your country but um a lot of people want to switch it up and be like oh no but we, we're like if you're darker skin or if you have family members that are darker skin it's like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like it's like they don't want to acknowledge that they don't want to acknowledge that they, like you won't you won't ever hear like um a darker skin like puerto rican or cuban say like i'm not black they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna say that or they're gonna say that they're they're gonna rather say um you know i'm just dark skin or i'm just like you know but i'm not black and i'm just mm. like what's the problem why is, there? Why is it exactly yeah. and i feel like because it used to be a bad thing it, explain slavery I, okay but i i guess i was like looking at it from like it's not yeah. a bad thing so i'm like when yeah. to, you know okay gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha gotcha you know anyway <laughs> and also that's nothing i feel like it's like how you're looked at if you talk a certain way or if you act a certain way by people who aren't your own race and even even people who are your own race it's like white people might look at you like oh she's ghetto or mm. even people that talk proper are gonna look at you like oh why she's acting like that mm-hmm. and so it's like you don't want to i don't know you you don't know how to right be yourself but yeah because i guess in a sense like are you saying like th- there are certain like I don't want to say caricatures or characteristics or, like, what did, like, repeat what you just said. said. I'm just saying, like, you don't want to be, some people are like, well, I don't want to be looked at a certain way, like, I I don't want want people to characterize me as ghetto or characterize me as a hood girl or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. but. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, like, it's just, it's sad because, you know, like, even in my own, in my own grandfather's words, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it was like, even though he's black. You know, he's not going to identify with being black because, you know, he's had certain experiences with, you know, um, and this is just the plain truth. Mm -hmm. Like black people that are not from like of a Latin descent or something like that. And he always viewed them as different or like there was Mm -hmm. a us kind of versus them mentality. Mm -hmm. And it's like really until like I grew up and really became woke self-aware about mm-hmm. this and i was just like you know what this is a problem mm. um you know <laughs> in the eyes of white tees um you know it, it, it you know what i mean yeah it, it sucks and and i was talking about um you know racial issues and things that go- are going on in america with my family yesterday mm. and my stepmom actually pointed out that you know um when they were growing up, you know, my stepmom's like, you know, yeah, I'm black or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, she is. But at the same time, it's, like, there's still, like, this kind of, like, different or other kind of aspect that people yeah. hold her to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm, well, you know, um, she's black, but she's not, but she is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, well, why did you think, like, why do people think like that? And I think it's people more so now, especially she pointed out, like the millennial generation and our generation, how we view race, yeah. ethnicity, nationality. Mm. It's a lot different than the way they did. Very different. And like they, like, they were telling me, um, too, that, you know, when they were growing up, mm. it was a lot different in terms of like how when they would gather together with their friends or everything, everybody was like, if you were growing up in Hubble Park over here in Chicago or in the hood, like y'all were in the same... Right. you know living right. conditions and y'all were just in the struggle together right now it's become a thing where it's like especially in college <laughs> at a pwi um you know where it's like this this idea of claiming things yeah. of claiming mm-hmm. your culture and being proud and of being it proud, and celebrating being proud it. of it yes. celebrating it and yes. then experiencing not well confronting appropriation yeah 
And that's something that I'm like, oh my god, like, like this was never <laughs> at Jose de Diego, and, and you know, over here in, in Humble Park, like I didn't even like, didn't even like think about that, like, yeah. and then now it's like, oh my god, like, well. Now it really makes me feel self-aware about myself mm-hmm. and like, what do I have claim to? What do I lay claim right, to? Right. What am I? You know, like, <laughs> Who am I? you know, Latino. If Latino is not a race, right. what the heck am I? <laughs> you know, yeah. and so I feel like to it comes down to like, you know, essentially people that are who are mixed or people that you know who identify one way or another, Afro-Latino. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, and I feel like people can sometimes, you know, really define things and be very kind of either militant about one way, feel yeah. very strongly about something, and then, like, say, like, no, you're not this, but then you'd be like, uh-uh, hold up, yes, I am. And exactly. then it's like... And it's hard because when confronted with, in a collegiate setting, I think mm-hmm. it's very important to note that, you know, you're, you're it's not just you that's there and, like, your own life experiences, but it's also, like, you have other people from various... Um, Wealth classes, mm-hmm. racial classes. That plays a role. Um, uh, what you call it? Um, yeah, wealth classes. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> upper middle yeah. lower class. Um, there's 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 a lot of um, there, there there's diverse numbers in terms of people and where they come from. Yeah. And it's at that point it's like, well, who am I? How am I gonna like stand myself in like in the ground like? Who am I gonna identify as mm-hmm. in front of all these people who are different than me, or yeah. who, who I want to, who do I want to connect with based on who I am? But how was your high school experience with that? Because mine was like, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Like you know how Frankie, I don't know, <laughs> but how she always talks about hers was like very racist. Mine yeah. was like different in a way that it was like they weren't like saying slurs and like right. coming at us, but it was like a. We think the fact that you're black is cool. Well, explain a little bit more about your high school specifically. Yeah. Because, yeah. So, should I say, like, where I went? Or I mean, like, hey. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I mean, personally. you're graduating, like, fully everywhere at this point. <laughs> I'm so, joking, but that, I mean, so, I went to Fenwick High School in Oak Park. Um, for those of you, for those of y'all who don't know, it is basically all white people. <laughs> um, like, that's pretty much it. At least when I went there, that's how it was. And so, it was like... I was maybe, like, one of, I'll say 10 mm-hmm. um, black kids in my grade. And I think race was treated very much like they're the white kids, they're the Italian kids, and they're the black kids mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, figure out where you fit in. Yeah. Um, but there was also this whole, like, hierarchy of, like, popularity and all that. Yeah. Like, per usual. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, when it came to race, it was kind of like all the white kids were, like, okay with being black to some extent mm. or okay with acting black to some extent like they would play all the hip-hop music and be like trying to act like uh. us if you know what i mean and it was interesting <laughs> it was because to me at the time i didn't i saw it and i'm like okay like y'all, uh, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all yeah, doing yeah. a bit much right, right 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 but now like in college when i look at it it's very different because it's like that's kind of like how it's always been it's like y'all are I don't know how to say it. Like, um, it's kind of like, what's that word? That word. They're not appropriate. Appropriate? Not that, but it's like, you're kind of like, celebrate? It's like a fake celebration of like, our culture. You oh, know what I mean? okay. It's like, you're like, oh my God, this is so cool that you're black. Like, like it's kind of they like. They want to choose when and where to be black. Yeah. And, like, when and, but not, it, and it, it wasn't really like a, 
we, we know that you're black, like, that's fine, that's cool. It was right. kind of like a, oh my God, you're black, so you definitely listen to rap music, and you definitely, like, get your hair braided, and you definitely at ghetto, and you definitely from the hood. It was like that. Right, because it's like... It was like all of these ideas that came right. along with it. Yeah, exactly. And so, I guess that really goes along with, like, where you grew up. Yeah. How your environment was. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really great show on Netflix that I was watching recently, too, um, really great. Uh, uh, I forgot the name of it right now. I think it's something, something. I think family reunion or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in the show, it was like the dad was talking about how, um, like, <clears throat> how like he had raised his kids in um, Seattle, mm-hmm. and his kids like didn't really know much about Black history. And mm-hmm. then like the moment that they arrived to Georgia for their family reunion, it was like. Um, oh, someone yeah. confronted the daughter yeah. about it and was what, like, Martin Lawrence or? No, no, um, no. It's a uh, brand new show. Like, just oh, dropped on Netflix, oh, yeah. Um, and it was just like, she didn't know anything about the Black Panther movement. Mm. And they were like, oh, hold up. Like, someone obviously needs to teach you your history because yeah, yeah. you're not learning anything. And it's like, it's important because, you know, no matter where you are, it's like, it your experience of like, who you grew up around and like, how your childhood was like, all of that culminates into, like, how you're going to view yourself in the future. Yeah. I think for me, you know, <laughs> um, in, in compared, like, in my high school experience, yeah, it was interesting. Interesting in the sense of, like, going into high school, like, you got this kid from Humble Park that, like, only really knew, like, the black and brown community that he lived in, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I always felt like, you know, I came from a school, a grammar school that a lot of times, you know, we were considered at risk youth, Mm, you know, mm, you got the inner city kids, you know, we were part of the CPS system, you know what I mean? So the odds were kind of like against us Uh to a certain point. And like, for me, I always knew like, keep my head up, keep working hard, get to where I want to go, I'll earn my place in the future. But um, I feel like. So, you know, seeing the environment that we were around, I mean, yeah, there were a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, gang activity, mm-hmm. drugs, crime, all that jazz. I mean, now it's gentrified, but we'll get into that section, you know, <laughs> a little bit later. But, um, you know, at that time, it was like, okay, like, we're at risk youth, and like, you know, together, collectively, like, we would try to help support each other, and to get to where, like, we are today, of yeah. course. And just to, like, see how, like... I like that was always my experience like seeing that and making sure that like I needed to work extra hard because I don't really have access to some of the things that people in a more richer Mm. or non at risk place you (laughs) know Um, but for me that was like a lot of my parents doing hmm. making me believe that Mm -hmm. I could just Mm -hmm. like not yeah yeah, it's another thing yeah exactly so I feel like if you don't have that the support system like Mm -hmm. Who knows? That's that's another thing too. Yeah. I, I I and 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 then like transitioning into high school is different because you know, going to I went to Ling Tech, um, high school. Loved the school. Oh my god. I, at first I cried because I didn't want to be there and <laughs> I, I wanted to go to Northside. You know, because my you know I, I was just like oh, I want to go over there. But then, um, it ended up being a blessing in disguise because Ling Tech like practically changed my life. Um, but. <clears throat> Going into there, like, it was kind of like a, almost a little bit of a culture shock because, mm-hmm. yeah, there were Latinos and yeah, there were, um, there were black kids there too, but there was also like, white kids. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like, I didn't know y'all existed. No, but like, and it was just interesting to like, be in a school where now it's kind of like, we were kind of like more, 
of like the minority minority That's the same and thing like though, yeah. and like I knew it, it, it kind of was kind of okay. it was okay because there were other kids that kind of either grew up in near the same neighborhood I mm-hmm. did so they kind of had the similar experiences but there were also those kids that come from like really rich families yes. and like you know there's kind of like a uh, I don't want to say there's like a a divide almost like kind of like a uh, like a degree to which like you need to start learning a couple of new things yeah. to like but it's also it was kind of surprising because it was like I only thought that existed on movies like people who had like ten houses and like <laughs> right, you know what I right, mean right, who like yeah. went to their lake houses just for fun on the weekend or have a boat go on like, like Michigan is, who would go to all these expensive like places on the weekend and like yeah. come back like no yeah I thought I didn't know that was like a real thing right but for me because my middle school was very it was it was I think it was all black people actually now I think about it and it was really tiny so it was like my graduating class from 8th grade was like 13 people Damn. it was tiny 13? So, 13 I had like 100 and all of them were black so it was like going into high school I was from like, that oh. to the, oh that's a shock right yeah, there yeah I was, I was like, very surprised that's a Jordan Peele movie in the making you know what I mean that's a Jordan Peele movie right there it was like, and know? so of course for me naturally yeah. it was like right to navigate towards the black people because I'm like yeah. well that's where I belong that's right. where I've always been right where else am I gonna go right <laughs> but that changed a lot over the yeah, four no, years no, no, so yeah. And then how was your experience, because you just graduated, Kaylin just graduated college, y'all. I got one more year left, but yeah. she, you know, how was your experience going from high school there mm-hmm. into to DePaul? To DePaul? Oh my gosh. Were there Honestly, more diverse people there? At DePaul? <laughs> was there more diversity? No. no. <laughs> well, let me tell you yeah, why. Why? Okay, Explain. So yeah. my major is psychology, my minor was creative writing. Mm-hmm. So, in the beginning, I would take a lot of writing classes, a lot of psych classes, and so a lot of times I was just in classes with white women, Mm -hmm. and like nothing else. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is just like high school, and at DePaul, it was like, you have to take an ABD to be around some black people. That, um, I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Or a a multicultural class to like get a lot of different cultures and races around you, so... Yeah. Yeah. When I first got there, I was like, "Oh, like this is a white school." I thought they said it was diverse. Question mark. Question mark. Where's it at? Show I me. I said, uh, "Where are all the kids from the pamphlets? <laughs> where are the kids from the commercials?" Literally same. Literally and same. and the bus ads. Yeah. And the train ads. <laughs> I'm confused. So I think it depends on what college you're in and what your major. Yes. So. Like our experience, our experiences would have probably been different if we went to HBCU. Oh, you know most I mean? definitely. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's just, I feel like for me, wow, I don't know where to begin. Because um, now we're transitioning into the topic of, like, um, how we interact with race in our in our collegiate setting. But also, it was, like, nice because it's, like, there's so many other cultures. Correct. And things I didn't know yes. about, so I'm, like, learning and I'm becoming friends yes. with, like, everybody yes. who has, like, all types of backgrounds. And it's right. cool. So it was, like, interesting to see that because, like I said, in high school, it was either, like, you're black, you're white, or you're Italian or whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, oh, like, this person's from here and this person's from Morocco. This yeah. Like, it wasn't like that. Yeah. So I think that's the cool thing about the poll is, like, there's somebody from everywhere at the Right. Poll. You might right, have to right. search a little bit to find them, but, like, they're there. They are there. Yeah. They are there. In high school, they weren't there. No. <laughs> Didn't exist. <laughs> well, uh, well, for you. Yeah, for me. For me, <laughs> for me no. I, yeah. I, and and we'll, we'll get to the, the collegiate stuff in a second, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like, for me, it was more so, like, in high school, you had, um, I feel like Lane Tech was a little bit different in the sense of, like, you had these dance clubs, right? Uh-huh. And, and there, there was just, like, I always felt like there was this, 
hierarchy of like dance clubs mm. kind of like i don't watch game of thrones but like you know i felt like each dance club was kind of like its own kingdom right or like you had all the latin clubs kind of form like one whole like treaty mm. kind of thing mm. i'm gonna get I'm, i'll explain it a little bit further so like i always felt that um you know because there were so many different like dance clubs based on like whether it was indian club a guatemalan club you had two puerto That's rican cool. two puerto rican clubs which i don't understand <laughs> Why can't we all just, like, get along? Maybe they had different views. You know what? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, like, Spain. Whatever. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, we would always have, like, international days. They were called international days and international nights. And, (laughs) I mean, yeah. it was Essentially, it was a celebration of diversity. Mm -hmm. And, like, you definitely had kids that were, like, um, like me and all my friends and, you know, people that I knew that uh, embrace other cultures, that were excited to celebrate and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, it was like my first taste of that, mm-hmm. kind of, and to see like that beauty and, yeah. and diversity. But, you know, I, of course, there were some kids that I was like, I knew I couldn't really relate to mm, yes. di- because of life differences. But I feel like that was made more apparent the moment I entered college. Because mm. I feel like college now is very different than college from when my grandparents or my That's parents true. went to college. And, yeah. you know, I, it, it, it becomes this thing where it's like the moment I got there, I was... I was aware I was different. Mm. Like To college? To college. Interesting. The reason being... Yeah. I don't know how it is. I was saying, though, because I was, like, the only black girl in my classes. So there like, you go. Yeah. Like, for me, it was always, like... <laughs> I was like, used to it. It was, like, you see a person of color and you try to, like, connect with them. Yeah. And you... <laughs> You see, you like, like me. you walk into a class, me. yeah, and you you scan the room because you probably only oh have like ten gosh. seconds to pick your seat. I'm like right? that's something only like we can relate. Yes, to. like we yes. know what that's we like. know. Like, yeah. like so, like you're 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 walking into class. If you're, you know, depending on like what time you get there, you have like ten seconds, really on average, to pick your seat up in that classroom. Yes. You know what I mean? So when you walk in, you're like, who am I gonna sit next to? Who looks mm-hmm. friendly? Who's who's a person of color? Yeah. You know, and like, um, I always felt like. Every time I would have, in film specifically, in the film classes, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm sometimes the only POC there. There's probably, you know, one, two, max yeah. five or six yeah. other POCs there out of 20 or 30 kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, <laughs> it's kind of it was kind of difficult for me to accustom myself to that because both in grammar school and high school, I had <clears throat> teachers that looked like me, that mm-hmm. had different colors, you know, yeah. uh, you know. People of all shapes. And the professors, you know I mean? too. I had black teachers in high school. Well, yes. Did I? They, well, did you? Ooh. <laughs> in middle school. Middle school. There you go. There you Not go. Not in high school. All right. All right. Clarification. There, there were a yes. couple. There, there were a couple. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But going into college where it was like all of my professors were right. white, I was like, oh. Very that. I think I think in total, and I'm going to be a senior this year uh-huh. at DePaul, I have not... I probably only have experienced probably like I can count with one hand the amount of professors of color, mm-hmm. and Same. the majority of the time that yeah. I had a professor of color, it was because I was taking a class ABD? about yeah, it was either like African and Black diaspora studies mm-hmm. or Latino studies. Yep. Everything else, yeah. everything else, film, cinematography, all that, all that jazz. You know, it was always like it was always usually a white professor filled with a room with white kids and. It's kind of hard. I don't know how it is for like psychology and for what you study, but for me, for film, it's kind of difficult because now, not only am I like 
in in a film school trying to be like this media artist yeah. in school but also trying to connect with other other uh, with my peers mm-hmm. but i've always and i've had this conversation with my mom my dad my stepmom my whole family where mm-hmm. i feel like it's difficult to connect with other kids because you know they don't really have the same experiences that i do and yeah. the majority of other kids in a collegiate setting if you're going to like a well-known college mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of those kids are like of privilege yeah they're kind of rich, you know, they, they kind of have a shoe in when they get out of college. Right. But I do know other kids um, of many different, you know, races as well mm-hmm. that do work hard yeah. and, 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 and do have to like, are in the struggle bus mm-hmm. with me too, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. to, to try to make it in the industry. But like I said, those, those, that group of people that I know is mm-hmm. a very small group of people Same. out of all, like one time I heard, I, I'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. It was like my beginning of sophomore year. I was about to take a class downtown in the loop. And as I sit down, I put my, my laptop to try to like see what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I overhear this group of these two other guys behind me who were of Caucasian, you know, descent. <laughs> well, you know, they were white. And um, and so they they were talking about, like, their vacation over the summer. And one of them was like, yeah, no, I got to go back to Paris, you know, like, next week because, like, um, my dad and I, we left something there. Whatever. I was like, never been to Paris in my life. Yeah. They were talking about, like, yeah. they were saying it as if, like, they could go there in a second. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I say ain't no biggie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just like, um, it's like, how do I ever relate to you? How can I ever? How can we? How can like it, it's it's hard to find the balance of like how can I share like my creative ideas yeah. when a lot of what I want to come up with is based in my struggle exactly. growing up. Exactly. Whereas like you want to create stories about like I don't know like. Whatever insert story here you know what i mean yeah and like i said it's not everybody yeah of it's course. not everybody but the majority the people. majority is sadly you know it's just how it is and i feel bad because like you know for for me in grammar school since grammar school all i can ever remember was like teachers everybody saying college 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 you're doing Same. this so you can go to college Same. you're doing this so you can go to college literally so after following all they those steps high school. I, <laughs> they went right to college i said no you're going to college when the moment I got to college, nobody told me that I would have to encounter like all this like racial yeah. stuff and you yeah. know under underlying things and then and then you get like really blatant racism too from yeah. professors and students. Alike. I don't think I've ever directly experienced. I'm trying to. I mean, at work, I yeah. have. <laughs> don't uh, get me wrong. That's but not in. School. We're gonna talk. About- <laughs> okay, let me just say. Yeah. So you were saying about like psychology. You don't know how it is. Yeah. Um, psychology is interesting because I feel like. We just recently started talking about topics of like diversity mm-hmm. and like sexism mm-hmm. and stuff like that within mm-hmm. psychology. Like it wasn't talked about. Like psychology yeah. was a very male dominated mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. and so then it was like a very ma- white male and white woman dominated mm-hmm. field. Yeah. And so when you start talking about like black men in psychology and black women in psychology, all that stuff is very recent. Mm-hmm. It's not old because we were pretty much shunned out of all of the. Uh, we. I, I was reading this, I just took a history and systems of psychology, mm-hmm. and it was all about how um, black people were pretty much shunned, like they, like the white people, they could find a job once they graduated from college, it was like the black people, nobody wanted to hire us, nobody wanted to work with us, mm-hmm. nobody wanted to, wanted to give us a space to practice psychology, so yeah. it was hard, so all of that stuff is very recent, um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's interesting, but I feel like I've had two really good black woman teachers mm-hmm. um who all, both have phds mm-hmm. and 
they were just very, I think, inspiring. Mm-hmm. So be like, you can do it. Yeah. You just have to work harder, of right. course. But right. And like, you definitely yeah. can, though. Like, it's not. Of course. And I, I, I feel like, too, mm-hmm. whenever um, you get, like, a professor that's of color. Yeah. I always feel like they will kind of push the students of color oh yeah harder almost definitely because i'll never forget the first ever class and i, I was so surprised they had this at depaul was puerto rican chicago that was the first ever class oh, really? that i took yeah and i was like all right bet. like mm-hmm. i i know some stuff but like i want to know the full history mm-hmm. and i love my professor in that class but she was like to this day the most difficult professor i've ever had mm-hmm. she made us like read annotate and highlight like these 26 to 50 page articles every single day mm-hmm. come in have to have a discussion I mean, I about it good. and then no and then have to write like a whole like 12 page <laughs> plus paper yeah on no. a research that you have to perform on interviews oh. that you got to do it was crazy yeah no 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 like i was very much this like this is not a game it was this is freshman year freshman year first quarter for me i would have dropped out <laughs> <laughs> like this is not the place for me <laughs> they did the most i'm out but I feel like that experience, like, showed me that, like, you know, they understand, too, mm-hmm. the struggle of going through college in, you know, a predominantly white institution. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think it's important to um, recognize how that can kind of affect you and kind of affect how you're going to operate in college. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons that, that I wanted to also do this podcast was, like, to try to inform kind of like hopefully like kids that are gonna enter into like the latter years of high school or college like to really show them like if they don't have that experience like all that we have like mm-hmm. you know that you can still do it right. and you, despite the fact that you might come into some like god forbid you know some racial stuff yeah, yeah. and and racial problems or issues in college mm-hmm. you know you're gonna um you can overcome that. How are you on the academic side, though? Because I know a lot of my peers went to schools that, like, didn't prepare them at all for college. Or schools that didn't prepare them at all for high mm-hmm. school. So they struggled a lot when it came to grades. That's another thing. High school is definitely, I mean, like... Now, I understand, like, why teachers stress the importance of going to a good high school. Yeah. Because, you know, I went to a college prep. Mm-hmm. And... I can definitely say that after graduating from where I went to, um, I was prepared because like all the essays that I had ever done were all MLA. I knew how to cite sources. I knew how to quote in in citation, in text citations. Like I knew all of that because college is, that's basically college. (laughs) College is read this, write an essay, get your grade. You know what I mean? Unless you got a teacher that gives you a test or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's really just essay writing yeah practically and a lot of reading yeah and if you don't have those skills in like mla or apa then it's like (sighs) it's like what are you gonna do but see i don't know what apa was until like what i to this day let me know (laughs) that i've never used apa i have in psychology that's all they do and i didn't even Uh, like nobody said that to me though until like maybe sophomore year junior year Uh, of college like what is that like (sighs) yeah I should have learned that freshman year. Like, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm like, but, mm, don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. I <laughs> MLA was always the way to go for me. Same. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, really quick, uh, we're going to take a quick break, everyone. And we'll be right back with more of JK. <laughs> you should, like, 
<laughs> All right, everyone, we are back. Hello, welcome back to JK. Welcome back. Um, we're as of this moment, we are live streaming the rest of our podcast today. Yeah. So whoever joins, welcome, 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 welcome. Is that? I think my my aunt just joined. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Great. And and we're having technical Hello? difficulties now. All right. Perfect. Oh my gosh, no that's problem. Funny. Great. You sat there real nice though. Oh. Okay. Um, sorry, she's kind of covered by the glass, but um, basically, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about um, we're gonna be switching gears and talking about our our experiences working uh working retail. Um, if you are watching on Instagram Live, uh, feel free to comment, uh, say hi, let us know, yeah. and leave down uh, questions or topics that you want us to talk about in the future. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so, Caitlin. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> you and I both work retail. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. So, what is something that, um, what, are there any stories that you feel like have been significant in your retail um, oh, definitely. <laughs> experiences? <laughs> go ahead. So, yes, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, I changed my hair a lot. This is a recent thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I really didn't use tell to, them. like, I was weave all day. Tell them. But tell now them. I've been getting mm-hmm. braids, and I've been doing a lot of different protective styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> braids. Now. Here we go. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> usually, yeah. Um, people are very nice, and they'll compliment. They're like, oh, my gosh, I like your hair. Like, how long did it take you? And I'm like, girl, too long. Like, <laughs> but thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Uh, especially because I, I do it myself. I never go get it done. So one day, I had this man that I thought was nice. He was white. Um, he was a younger white man, too. Like oh. He was like early 20s. Okay. He yeah. walks up, and he's like, oh my gosh, like I like your hair. I was like, oh my gosh, thanks. Like, I'm like, oh, this is nice. I think okay. I've heard this stuff. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. Um, he's like, how long did that take you? I'm like, about seven hours. He's like, oh my gosh, you have to be tired. I'm like, I surely was. And then he goes, well, where does your hair stop? Because I know all of that isn't yours. I have heard this. So I heard it. <laughs> I didn't have words. I was a little shocked. Honey, I was like, that's that's crazy. Um. Well, you know. Step off. You know what I mean. Like. But I also don't know what to say because, like, what do you say? Because I feel like I don't have to tell you where my hair stops. Number one. Number two. I don't want to be rude to you at this right. current moment right. <laughs> because I'm at right. work. Right, 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 right. And then number three, I'm just shocked because I'm over here trying to ring you out for your water or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. just on somewhere else. And then you don't realize that it's wrong that you just said that to me. It's like another layer. Just problematic mm-hmm. all around. Mm-hmm. He should have just went in and touched it. By this mom, you're going to be like that, like that. And, <laughs> like who yeah. said, and like I've never heard that before because, I mean... I, I've never really done braids before or anything. Like, I, my hair's always been the same. Like, high right. school, everything was always the same. Right. So, I just recently started doing that. So, mm-hmm. seeing how people respond to, like, natural hairstyles or, like, protective styles mm-hmm. is, like, wild. And the fact that they don't even think anything is wrong with it is, like, yep. ten times worse. Yeah. It's like, how do you not know? Like, yes. how are you so oblivious or ignorant, I guess, to, like, know that that's not cool? It's not. <laughs> it's really not. I so how do you think I should have responded to that little <laughs> man? I mean, at that point, I feel like it's it's like trying to answer the question: How do I stop, you know, 
uh, what's what's it called? Uh, would this be considered? I hate saying the word, but microaggression. I think so. Mm. For me, it was just like that's none of it's your like business. It's like subtle racism. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know, at a certain point, you could, you definitely have the every single right yeah. to go ahead and tell them like, yo, that's not cool. Like, you don't have my hair is none of your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at all but he came off so nice so I'm thinking oh my gosh this is so what is great it's gonna be a great you know <laughs> experience with a customer because I have a lot of ungreat ones yeah and it wasn't and it sucks because you know if it's someone that doesn't understand you know um black hair yeah you're not gonna um whatchamacallit you're not I'm not gonna, and it wasn't the time for right. me to sit there and give him a whole history lesson about right. how like exactly. hair works and how braiding works exactly. and all that. Like I, that's why they're just like they did. I know. I, so I was just kind of like, oh well, I mean, it's my hair or mm-hmm. whatever. He was like, hey, no, it's not, and it was like kind of laughing. And I was like, um, it's well, my. <laughs> first of all, first of all, yeah, none of your business. But yeah. second of all, this is a hundred percent mine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not yours. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah. I feel like sometimes certain people don't know where the line goes. It's like, if you ask me that, I wouldn't even be offended. I wouldn't even blink an eye. I'd be like, oh, honey, my hair stopped right here. Like, the rest of that is the braid. You know? Like, I wouldn't have right. had a problem. Th- right. I know you. Yeah. I know your intentions. Yeah. I know who you are as a person. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah. I've known you for years. Yeah. A random person walking up to me be like, so where does your hair stop? It's not cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't care what race you are at that right. point. Like, just in general, it's exactly. not cool. Exactly. So exactly, I don't know. It's interesting. Retail. Hmm. But go ahead, you guys. I have great ones. I, you know, I feel like one of the things that I probably experienced the most, like mm-hmm. it, I haven't really, you know, experienced racism or subtle racism too much, mm-hmm. or really like, you know, a whole lot of it. But I think yeah. the one thing that kind of gets under my skin, and mm-hmm. this happens all the time, is when like I'm at work and. You know, I, in my, I, my workplace is pretty, pretty diverse. Yeah. There's, you know, Latinos, Same. black people, um, Asian people, yeah. um, you know, if anything, it's, that's pretty much the majority of the store. And I think for me, like, I always get mad when I know who, who works in the store. I've been there for almost two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I always hate it when, you know, a customer will come up to me like, oh yeah, Oscar was helping me. Or Mario was helping me. Or, you know, this. And I'm just like, you're saying Latino names just because the majority of me and my team, like my direct team, yeah. are Latino. So it's like... That's horrible. And, they're, and, no, and then they insist. They insist. Yeah. They insist. They're like, no. Oscar helped me out. Uh, he, he surely did. Or they'll mistake me for one of my other black... One of the other black cashiers, and I'm like, we look nothing alike. Or the, yeah, they'll, they'll be like, oh, you helped me out, and I'm like, yeah. I surely did not. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I just because the other guy probably yeah. had a beard, and yeah. I do like. I'm like, I've never seen you and before. Glasses, no. <laughs> it wasn't me. I mean, <sighs> it's an interesting place. Oh yeah. To 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 like share stories, I, I, like experience mm-hmm. things. I think another. Another thing oh, honey, I want to. Mm-hmm. that I want to discuss yes. <laughs> is just, like, the retail experience in general mm-hmm. as well. Like, for me, like, I remember my first day, like, on the job. Like, of course, you go through your training process. But then my first day on the job, basically, I was, you know, 
thrown into Black Friday um, mm, without without any cashier experience, without any like I didn't even finish all my trainings. Yeah. Like I was just like I was just thrusted yes. into Black Friday. Yes. Didn't know how to do anything. All I saw was like one employee use the um, the cashier, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, bet. So this is how we're gonna do it. You yeah. know what I mean? So then yeah. you know I went I went along with it, and um, I don't know. It was just. Cause I was hired in August, and yeah. that's when like our prime back to school time is. Yep, end of July, August. Too much, honey. too much. It was it was crazy, and yeah. like the amount of customers I helped that night, and the amount of crazy people that come in yelling at other people, yeah. or giving you their school list and expecting you to walk around the store and just to do find, it for them. with a card and find their items. I'm like, this ain't that. One time in Bandcamp, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. What? No, no, no. One, one time. <laughs> One time, um, it was like, it wasn't Black Friday. Was it Black Friday? It was like, you know how they had the, the doorbusters on Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. The actual day of Black Friday? Yeah. I'll never forget this. It, I was just like, this lady did not just. And she was PLC too. She shook, she, she shocked me. She came in and she kind of looked rich. Mm-hmm. I could already tell she kind of looked rich. Yeah. And her kids had like the latest clothes and, and fashions. I was just like, all yeah. right, bet. So I'm helping her out with this tablet and, you know, trying to find, like, the right, um, uh, like, whatever. She wanted something like a speaker or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as I'm helping her find everything, she stops me. She says, okay, now you're going to hold this while I'm going to go get the card. That way, I, you can, you know, you can put it in there for me. Yes. And I was like... Or, like, I help somebody find something, and they're like, here, okay, huh? <laughs> just take this up, and then I'll be up in a second. Yeah. What kind of store do you think this is? Like, um... I'm not a waiter. I'm like, I wasn't showing you where it was. No. Like, I wasn't... This wasn't I'm not. That. I'm not here to appease. <laughs> to try to... I mean, I'm here to sell you something. <laughs> try to try to make a connection with you. Right. But, like, you know... <sighs> I feel like people just love to, like, assert their dominance. Yes. Or, like, they, they like to know that, like... That we you're have below to, them. We have to... Yeah. Yes. And then we have to be nice to them, though. Yes. We can't really be, like... Very me. much And if so. we do, they're going to hit, hit us with that manager line. Right. With the quickness. Right. So right, that's just how it is. It'd be like that. It but it's interesting. Like I this one time at work, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people know the story because it was a time. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. Um, this lady came in. It was pretty late. My store closes at nine. She came in at about eight thirty, I think, mm-hmm. maybe just like eight. She came in at eight p.m. She went over to our other department mm-hmm. that isn't even where I really work, mm-hmm. but she went over there, and she was in the store for a minute. And she had an accent. She was from somewhere else, and so she didn't really speak English that well. Okay. But she was still trying to get everything that she needed, mm-hmm. and we were helping her. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, it's like 8.50. Like, she's been in the store for a minute. What so, time do you close? Nine. Okay, okay. So I went over to that department to just, like, grab a broom to come back to sweep up my section. And at this point, it's, like, nine. And I hear my manager say over the radio, like, the customer can't find her wallet or what, whatever it was like, and so mm-hmm. she's she's looking for it, help mm-hmm. her look for it. I'm like, okay, bet. So I'm like looking behind the register. I'm looking in the aisle, see if she dropped it anywhere. I come out and she's like, it's her. She did it. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm sorry. I said what? At first I was like, wait, what? So she accused you. You didn't tell me this story. I came around the corner. When, when did this happen? This was like a couple months ago Bid. when I had my braids in. Wow. I come around the corner and she's like, wow. it's her. She did it. At this point, it's like 920. We no. all ready to go. We're usually out of there at 920. <laughs> and I'm so like, just what? because. And I think I was the only black girl closing that night because there are a lot of other black people that work there, but. 
the, my manager was white. white. The other kid that was there was white. Somebody else was white. It was just, so I was just only black. because you were pretty black. pretty sure I was only black. Girl. You are black. You black? <laughs> you, no. I come around the corner. She's like, it's her. She did it. Wow. And I'm like, I look That's at my manager. He's shameful. like, she's saying that you like took her money with her wallet in. She said she was back here and you came back here to grab something and you took it. And I was like, I came back here to get the broom to clean up the front because I'm ready to go. <laughs> I was like, I didn't take a wallet. Like, I, I didn't do it. Oh, and man. so she's going, oh, no. Like, it was her. She came back here. It's like, check her stuff. Like, really, like, no. coming at me. So I go sit down. At this point, I'm like, it, like, time has been going on. Because we're still, like, looking for her stuff. And so my manager's over the radio was like, well, just, like, keep looking for it. Like, see mm-hmm. if we find it. See if she did actually leave it here. Mm-hmm. She's calling people. Like, being like, yeah, this girl at the store stole my stuff. And I'm not leaving until I get my stuff. Oh, I got a story At this point, it's like 10, 20. Like, time is jumping. And I'm just sitting here on the thing, like... I'm still getting paid. (laughs) So, literally, because we didn't clock out. Okay, but you better not happen. Get that money. Get that money. We did not clock out. No. We were all sitting there, like, waiting or whatever. See where she was going to find her stuff. At this point, like, the the people that were with her come because they can speak English a little bit better. So, they're trying to, like, help translate. I bet you the wallet was probably in her purse the whole time. Oh, honey, you got to... mm. (laughs) So... So, they, like, come to her translate or whatever, and um, they're, like, ask, they're like asking her what happened. My manager had to call the police, because she's like, I want her, like, to get in trouble for this. Like, she took my stuff, like, whatever. And so, my manager's like, okay, well, I'm just going to call the police, because, like, it's a robbery happened. Like, this lady's, like, reporting a robbery, like, saying that theft occurred by me. <laughs> so. I don't, they don't, that don't mean you got to get the police involved. What so, kind of racist? So, uh, the police come, like, this whole ordeal when the police get there, she's still looking at me like, it was her. At this point, it's 1045. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. And she's like, it's her. Like, she's looking at the police. I was looking around like, we come in here for this. Like, because she said it was like $1,000 in there or something. And so they're like looking around like, okay. $1,000 in what? In what? In so, what currency, honey? So, um, the police are like, oh, okay. They're like not really writing stuff down. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, oh, okay. And they just kind of like walk out. And so her people are still there. And then her friend. So I forgot to mention this her. But she was in there with a girl when mm-hmm. she first came in. Like mm-hmm. another girl. Uh-huh. And the girl went back home to check and see if she left the wallet in the hotel room. The girl calls her. It's been two hours at this point. So it's like 11 and we're still here. And the girl calls her and is like, it's here at the hotel. You left it here. So the people that were with her are like apologizing to me. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. Like, I don't It ain't fine. I would no, it's not fine. And I would have been like, no, <laughs> yeah. I might be getting paid for this, yeah. but yeah. y'all just ruined my night. That was a little like shocking because I, like she was really nice. Like when she first came in and she, we were like talking to her. And yeah, she but was, she like, just pointed it. But her racism came out right there. Oh, real quick. So the two Real colors. Quick. I was only by the way, she said. She so she put her colors in the wind. Because the said, bad thing yeah. is it was another girl back there working with her. Girl. So it's like the person who I feel like you were working with, you should have accused them before you accused me. That like, ain't right. But that ain't yeah, right. the, the people that were with her were apologizing to me, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. She never once apologized to that me. That ain't right. Like not even once apologized. Mm-mm. And I, I was just like, it's fine, y'all. Like, can y'all leave so we can leave too? Like at this point it's like eleven thirty, I'm hungry because <laughs> I didn't eat. I'm like, I'm just ready to go. Like so that was interesting. That was a very interesting I night. mean, like, you can get me food. That's how you can apologize. Yeah. But I don't have a similar story. <laughs> Can't say that I do. Yeah. Um, I do remember, though, and it, it would be shocking if this woman were to ever come across this story, because I will never forget her. 
and you know this you know exactly oh, who this gosh, woman I'm is scared. so <laughs> i was i had opened uh i was opening up for my shift in the store mm-hmm. and this there was a woman that came in and she came in at 10 o'clock on the dot mm-hmm. like the moment we opened <laughs> i hate that already out at, right out of the gate she already started giving attitude to the people at customer service they didn't even say anything to her. They didn't look at her. Yeah. She just started saying, I see you guys looking at me. Oh. I'm just like, yep, you know <laughs> where I'm lady. going. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. And so, you know, every customer, every chance that I get, I always try to help people out. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, um, well, we'll get to that in another time, mm-hmm. you know, because I have issues with other people. I'm not even going <laughs> to. I'm going to get to that. But like. Yeah. I don't want to say anything just yet mm-hmm. because that's a topic we're for another. We're going to talk about the work team. The that's work later. team. We're going to talk about the work team. Yeah, because there's a lot. You know, the people that you work with mm-hmm. at a later date. But anyway, yes. um, when it comes to my clients, though, yeah. I'm never, like, you know, right. uh, mean to anyone. So I go out there and I'm like, hi, how's it going today? Mm-hmm. Um, before I even say welcome to, you know, the place where I work, <laughs> she goes, not good. And I'm oh. like, oh, well. See, you know the story. Um, I'm like, well, how can I help you today? And she goes, you guys came out to my house to install, you know, a stand for my TV. And what I'm looking for is for someone to come out and unscrew the antenna cable that you guys put in because it screwed on too tight and I can't get it out. I bought an antenna here the other day. And I wanted it installed. And I'm like, okay, ma'am, no problem. Per, like, what I have to do, like, from here, Mm -hmm. the only way that I can, like, get another one of, um, you know, our guys out there to help her out is if I first check if she's a member with us. Mm -hmm. If she is, she gets a discount Mm -hmm. on that service. Mm -hmm. If she's not, she has to pay pay full price. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I asked her was if if she was a member with us. She's like, what? I don't know. Can you just check? You know, and I'm like, well, and this is true. That morning was not the best morning because our system was down. Mm-hmm. But I could have still, like, been able to ring her out for something. Right. But she didn't know what our membership was at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, um, no problem. So I start to go over the pricing with her. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, you're going to charge me because uh, with the membership, it was 50 bucks. Without it, in order to like just send someone out to your house, I would have to charge $99 at the store. Mm-hmm. Like that's That was what I, the only thing I could do. Right. So I'm like, all right, ma'am. Um, so um, after I listened to her a little bit more, she's like, you know, I, I can't believe I got to pay. But, you know, if, if that's the case, I'll just pay, I'm going to pay 50 bucks and that's it. And I said, well, ma'am, actually... What I would have to do is I'd have to charge you the 99 in total. And then depending on like the services that they do over there, they'll be able to either refund you or, you know, whatever. Right. So I'm looking at her after I say this and, I, and then she's just staring at me. She's staring at me looking like I'm crazy. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm still going to pay it. She said, um... She said, if, if you find out I'm a member with y'all, you are going to have to um, refund me the money, and that's that. And I'm just like, okay, ma'am. And then I started to go to the register, and she's just like, looking at me like I'm crazy, bucking your eyes out at me, looking like you want to tackle me over this counter. I was shook because I had never been, never in my life have I, had I, have I ever been the one to like, yeah. you know, 
And so I've just, never treated a customer mean. No matter how no, they talk to me, no, no matter anything, I'm never like disrespectful all, to them. At all. Yeah. So I'm over here like, uh, <laughs> I, ma'am. And then she's just like, she's just like, hold up. I don't know if I want to pay that much. Let me call my son. So she calls up her son mm-hmm. on her phone. And she's like, yeah, these guys over here, they don't want, they want to charge me 99 bucks to, for them to come out to unscrew the, 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 uh, the antenna cable. Can you do that? Yeah, this guy's fucking his eyes looking at me like I'm crazy. Trying, looking at he wants to tackle me over this counter. And I'm just like, no, she didn't. No, she did not. You did not. And then uh, she's like, is there, and then she stops. Mm-hmm. She takes out her phone. She says, is there someone higher up I can talk to? Yeah. And I'm like, let me get my manager for you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I already know. I'm like, I explain it to the manager on duty. And I'm yeah. like, hey, listen, I didn't do anything. I promise you. I have witnesses and customer service that saw the whole interaction. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. This lady is just like trying to, I don't know what was going on here. Yeah. So then he goes up to her. He's like, hi, ma'am. And he kind of tries to like put her in her place a little bit <laughs> by saying like, well, actually, are the guys that come out to do that service for you, they screw it on extra tight so that you can get a better signal. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, well, I can't get it off. And he's just like, well, ma'am, this is this is just a like a antenna cable. Right. Literally, that's it. She just wanted it out, and and she's just like, "Well, this is ridiculous." And you know, your employee over here, he's bucking his eyes, looking at me, looking at me, he wants to attack me, looking at me like I'm the one with the damn problem. And I'm like, "Yo, never in my life have I ever had like a reputation like this." Yeah. And n- you you can ask any of the people that work here, like darling. I'm here for you. Yeah, I'm so nice and But calm. for you to, like, attack me like this, like, I'm like, you looking like you want to attack me over this comment, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, oh, man. And and, the, and she left screaming Oop. at all of us. Oop. So, you know. Attack. It gets wild. <clears throat> really wild. Yeah. Wild, wild. Yeah. Retail. Mm-hmm. Mm. I also had somebody joke about slavery, so that was like that's not cool. Lit. That was fun. <laughs> that is not cool at all. Kevin, hi. Who is who is showing up today? On our, oh, they wave. Keep on. Hey, oh, keep on. Cat came. Cat. My cousin and other family members. Cool. Um. So no, yeah, this guy. Um. This guy. He was nice. Mm-hmm. They always seem nice at first. And so I was like, oh, it's going to be a good experience. No. <laughs> so <laughs> he's talking to me. <clears throat> and oh, he was buying this. like some organizers or something. And okay. I'm like, oh, do you have a lot of things you need to organize? He's like, oh my gosh, I have so many receipts. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, well, this will be good for that. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I need to or- organize all of my receipts. He's like, this is one of those times I like need like a secretary or even a slave to do it for me. And I was like, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Like, I'm shook. Bro, never in my life have I had, like... <sighs> what kind of... What kind <laughs> And, like, laughed afterwards. Was he, and I'm like, do you... Was, was he I, right? Yes. And I said... <sighs> I, I didn't say anything. I was like... I'm shook. Here's your receipt. And I just walked away from the counter. I'm shook. I, I was like... I, I'm deceased. Those are the moments where I never know what to say because I'm like, how do I respond to you and your ignorance? Like, how do I respond to you and your low-key racism? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, see, look, 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 cat. <laughs> cat said, oh my lord, that ain't funny. That ain't. That's it's not, not, it's it's not, not funny. But it's really not. It's like the shock of it. I was like, 
the thought that somebody just said that to me, like, it ain't right. It's crazy. Like, you don't, you don't. I was you, like, do you not see? I, I thought I was black. Maybe he didn't see it and was like, oh. <laughs> I, I, thought, I was like, I don't know. I thought it was obvious. Maybe not. I don't nah, know. nah. See, I don't know. No, nah, retail. It'll get you. It'll get you. People are surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Next week on JK, you know. Um, oh, my God. No, um, I think definitely dissecting the the workplace environment Ugh. is a whole nother. It's a lot. Because I have some managers I could talk about, too. But, like, yeah. it's not, can get dicey. Right. Like, I ain't trying to get fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So we'll leave it there. Exactly. Leave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anywho. <laughs> what's our, what's on our topic to jours next week? What are we going to talk about next week? Know. Next week. Um, um, maybe we should get some suggestions from yes. our audience. <laughs> yeah, guys. Please yeah. tell us what you want us to talk about, what y'all want to hear, yeah, what, what y'all, y'all want to hear. In. What are y'all interested in? Today, yes. this week, we talked about race. Mm-hmm. We talked about school experiences yes and race yes race and retail retail i feel like the theme this week was race yeah Mm, (laughs) definitely yeah and racism (laughs) and how to confront that yeah and how to get over Mm -hmm. that um and then next week i don't know it'll be a surprise hi josh who's here joshy josh not my friend josh my cousin Josh. Uh, okay (laughs) all right yeah cool Um, um so next week i don't know but tell us, guys, what y'all want to Yeah, let here. us know what you want. Um, those of you that are watching on Instagram Live, let us know here or message us directly. Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast at a later date, um, we're always going to be open to topic ideas, yep. um, every, anything like that. So you should follow us definitely on our social yes. medias. We will have an official page for this podcast mm-hmm. up real soon. Um, but as for the mean, for the meantime, yep. we do have our personal pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin, if you want to drop your at... Go ahead. That my electronic Instagram. <laughs> <clears throat> my Instagram is the Caitlin Irene Williams. Say that again. The Caitlin Irene Williams. The Caitlin <laughs> Irene <laughs> Williams. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. And mine, you can follow me at Cafe Con Justin. That is C A F E C O N J U S T. Yes, I should have spelled mine, huh? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Caitlin Iron Williams. T H E K A I T L Y N I R E N E W I L L I A M S. Hopefully, by the I, <laughs> it'll already show up on Instagram. I should come up, y'all. Yeah, like, she I think should. I'm going with that she name. Really like, you, you can't have the same name as somebody else. So I like, don't know about it. You know. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, this was our first podcast. Yeah, I hope I, y'all enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Have some um, laughs. Have laughs. Have some shots. You know, who knows? We might do like a. A YouTube live one we day. We should. We should record Have it. Have a mukbang, Ooh, you know. Yes. You know. Um, I'm excited um, yeah. for this. And, yeah. So, tune in next week. Um, we are excited to show you what comes next. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all have a wonderful day. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, any final words? I have no final words. Enjoy right. your day. Enjoy your so, whenever day. you're watching this, your morning, sure. your night. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been... Mm-hmm. JK with Justin and Caitlin. Have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. JK. (laughs) I can't even.